Check, check, check. Yo, yo. Hello. And everybody, welcome to another episode of the Shuffed In Podcast. Um, today, we're right here kicking it on a Saturday. We got Stakio as usual, fucking shirtless. Today, he's not wearing fucking jeans. I don't know what that's about, but he there is underwear. Hot. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God there's underwear. Um, and with that, we introduce our guest of the week, Angel from the Let Me Know podcast. Uh Original from you know originally from Wilmington doing running things good. How you doing, man? What's up? I'm good, man. Just my day off, so I was just chilling for a little bit. And my bad, I made you guys come on, you know, later than expected. But you know, as long as we're here, I guess that's what matters. Right? Hell yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know bad. how it is. It's Saturdays. I ain't even gonna lie, dude. I spent like so far the whole day just sleeping. And usually yeah. I try to get up early and do stuff, but today I just wasn't feeling it, man. I'm just like I'm just gonna lay in bed and i slept in the couch for another couple hours i've just been snoozing it all day bro <laughs> yeah and you, um you're not here in california right no i'm in atlanta okay so, yeah yeah yep. yeah over here has been pretty hot so like the heat's been like you know making me even more sleepier than usual and that it. shit makes me wake up i'm all sweating i'm like fuck i gotta go to the lab and pick up and get ready mm. so i had to get yeah man over here it's cold dude it's starting to get cold and there's like it's weird in the morning you don't even know how to dress because in the morning it'll be like i don't know 50 degrees 55 so you'd yeah. rock a sweater and pants by one o'clock it's fucking like in the 80s dude mm-hmm. it's like fuck you you like wish you wore shorts you know what i mean it's like man it's crazy it's so it's so fucking random out here yeah. Still haven't gotten used to Georgia. I don't think I ever will, to be honest with you. How long have you been over there? Since uh, 2015. All right. Yeah, it's been yeah five years in March. You're, you're like in years. the you're like in the um, movie like like what do you do though? Like so, I, I, I seen a couple of your posts like you're like part of Ozark or something like that. Yeah, I, I got in the opportunity to work on uh, season two and season three and season four starts shooting in November. But unfortunately, cause I'm, cause I'm in between jobs and I'm on, on some other shit. I'm not going to do season four and I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm excited for this other gig. Uh, and to answer your question, I'm a, I'm technically like an electrician, not a real house electrician. Like if some shit gets fucked up in the house, I can't, <laughs> I can't, fix it. but we're like onset electricians. So we do with all the lighting. So, okay. If we want to call it lighting or, you know, electricians, all that stuff. I guess we do need to know, you know, how, how much a light pulls. So we have to be careful on managing the loads and all that because we use generators. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for the most part, when it comes to working on set, it's just, yeah, like we have uh, the gaffer. That's the name of like our boss. And he's the one that communicates with the director of photography. And, he, and the d- director of photography is... He's just, he's all he's worried about is what, how everything looks. Mm-hmm. And, and in the regular, the director, he work, he worries about the story and the acting. And I guess that, you know, and then they both have to come together. And then the, the, we call him the DP just to keep it short for director of photography. The DP usually is just telling our gaffer like, Hey, you know, I want this type of look. Give me some bright lights here. If it's a, you know, if it's a day scene, there's a certain, certain lights you use. If it's a night scene, you use other lights, you know, it's just, and and my job is to just listen to the gaffer, you know, whatever he tells us to do. Hey, take that over there, put it, you know, and then 
I mean, there's a, uh, there's like 30 departments within a movie. So it's just a lot of communication. You have to talk to all, you have to be collabing. Cause sometimes you want, you have to put a light somewhere where like, I don't know, say there's a couch, mm-hmm. but they, and so we have to talk to the, the set deck, um, the set decorators and tell them, Hey dudes, move the couch. And then, you know, it's just a lot of working as a team, a lot of long hours, late nights, especially when it's night, like for example, on Ozark, we had like two weeks straight where we were shooting all night. And it's like, you know, Monday we were going in at 1 p.m. And then by Friday, it was like a six o'clock call. And, you, you know, all the, way, all the way to six in the morning. It's fucking, it's just crazy. Yeah, so now, like, for anybody that's listening, like, if, if you see bad lighting, you already know who to blame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for real. And the thing is, it's made movies weirder for me. Like, I have to take myself out of that mode. You know what yeah. I mean? I have to be yeah. like, nah, dude, you're not there. Like, just watch this. Stick stick to the story. <laughs> Unless the so lighting you, is... Go ahead. <laughs> so your ass could notice, like, I don't know, was it, I think it was like a movie Netflix made. It was like one of those action movies. I think, I won't say Brian Reynolds was in it. And it was an action movie on Netflix. It was like a pretty big one. That Brian, there was a lot Ryan of Reynolds. Ryan. I don't know Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, I'm always high, bro. You know me. You know me. I mix up my shit. So th- there was a movie on Netflix. I forgot which one it was. I gotta see. I gotta look for it. And yeah. you can tell that there was a lot of mistakes. Like even people that don't even do that shit could. Like, my cousin was sending yeah. me videos. Like, look, they fucked up at this part. They fucked up at this part. You could tell this. Like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? And I'm some, like, I know. some are some are more obvious than other ones, you know. Some are a little more subtle, and you're like, you if you're if you it's a thing. If the story's good, it doesn't really matter, you know. The story's good, and then you're not really gonna care about that. You know, your brain's not gonna be there because you're gonna be so involved with the character, like whatever it is. But when the movie's kind of like, ah, you know, maybe it's a little slow, and there's a lot of talking, and then that's when you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like you start you start paying attention more to what they're wearing. <laughs> I remember, for example, what's that movie that fucking um. That like crunk movie from like the two thousands, bro. Step up? Is it not, not step up? It's another one. It's um, crunk. it involves like all these black colleges. Drumline? Ah, drumline. Ah, it's in that category. But Megan, Megan Good's in it, and um, I don't know. I can't remember what what it's called. What but the fuck? anyways, there's a scene where um, he's oh, like, this was like cutting the grass because he's like, he's like, a, I don't think he has like a scholarship, so he has to work for the cause. Oh, to, like, yeah, yeah. To, it's like, step, stepping, I think it's called. Yeah, it's a it, stepping movie. It's yeah. some fucking, yeah, it's one of those movies. And and uh, this fool basically goes to, he sees Megan Good walking. He's like, damn, you know, so he's going, goes to holler at her. And mm. when, when he first sees her, she's rocking headphones. She has like the old school, like oh. iPod headphones. <laughs> and then like they cut to him and then they cut back to her and she doesn't have them. And then they yeah. come back to him and they come back to her and then she has him again. And it's just like, <laughs> that, that, that just happened. Like I noticed that in the movie, like, um, Oh no, was it a TV show? Oh no, it was sister, sister. We were my girls. I mean, my girls I like on that it. too. What's up with that shit? My yeah, girls yeah. are all obsessed with that show right now. Yeah. But there's a scene, I guess they're in like a bedroom, I, I, I guess in college. And he's wearing like, he's a security guard. He's wearing some black shoes. Yeah. Like, and, like, and they cut to like the, the one guy. And then they cut back to the guy, and he has brown shoes now. I'm like, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And it's crazy because everyone, everyone missed it. You know, a lot. Uh-huh. Like, it, you can't really blame, like, you know, who do you blame on that? Because the director, yeah. he's always watching. He's watching, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the, the director of photography, everyone's watching. So it's like if, if if one misses it, it's it's one thing. But if they all miss it, like. Mm-hmm. It's like a distraction. You know, whatever. But little things like that, it's like. That's just the type of stress. That's why all those fucking producers and directors are so fucking stressed out. Because mm-hmm. once that product is finally 
you know, released and no, and that's another thing I, about people not seeing it. Like once, once they finish shooting, they still have to edit it. Yeah. So like not even the editors noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. And then at that point it's like, do you go back and fix it? Or is it just like, fuck it? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, whatever, no one's going to care anyways, but yeah. I mean, I think the most infamous latest one was the one from Game of Thrones with that fucking Starbucks oh, the cup. Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch that a, shit, but that's, that's unforgivable. Awesome. That's yeah. un- I'm, at that point, you already know they don't really care. They're just trying to get it over right? done with. Yeah. And the crazy part is that they got paid the most at the end of the show. It's like that's when mm-hmm. the, they were making the bigger contracts. They should have tried the to, hardest, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it's, I think a lot of actors, because it's weird, because a lot of those actors, yeah, se les. Se les sube la cabeza, you know, yeah, they're they're fucking yeah. killing it. They're making more money. They work they're in other movies. Mm-hmm. It's just like I feel like sometimes they're just like, a la verga. Well, it's not really at that point, it's not really their fault, you know. It's like like um like somebody should have noticed, you know, their their job is to act. And I mean, yeah. I guess they should take responsibility for having that cup, but I mean they're busy, they're trying to get into that mindset because a lot of actors they have to get into like this headspace that yep, yep. they can't really worry about all that extra stuff. That's why they have assistants and stuff, I imagine. But yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, right. That's why that is why they make their they try to make their lives so easy so that all they can focus on is the acting, you know. That's yeah, why because really them. all you gotta worry about go getting your coffee, go getting your shit, go getting your and it's, cocaine. And it's like that. Yeah, you know, it's that, crazy, yeah. dude. Speaking of cocaine, like I, I've talked to because I work with older guys, you know, guys have been in the business for 30, 40 years, dude. And like they're like, bro, because, you know, obviously right now with the whole Me Too movement and all that now, it's like uh, harassment and all that. They, It's just like zero, zero. Uh, what is it? Like tolerance? Zero tolerance. tolerance. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Zero mm-hmm. tolerance policy. It's like as soon as something happens, boom, like, you know, HR gets involved and like. He's like, bro, back, you know, they always come with the stories back in, back in the day. It's like <laughs> they have we have this thing called Crafty, which is like where they put snacks in. And that's for all of us. You know, it's like oh, like just candies and a lot of unhealthy shit and some healthy stuff and coffee <laughs> yeah. and all that. And he's like, back in the day, the cocaine trays were always there. That was like a must. And it was yeah. almost like if you didn't participate, they almost like were like, ah, this guy's too, you know, too straight huh. edge. And like <laughs> you, they wouldn't even want you there. They'd rather have a guy who they can. Fuck it. Take a book. You know. Yeah. For, for the when, cars, in, you know? when in Rome, you gotta take a bump. <laughs> That's why, like, like back in like the seventies, the lighting was so crazy, huh? Like probably <laughs> shit. it was all lit because it was like ready. <laughs> well, some of the craziest stories you hear, but and when it comes to movies, was in that era, bro. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, like the fools that made it out and are still in the business today, like props to those fools, you know. Like yeah. honestly, same goes for like musicians and all that, comedians, every everybody, like. They go through. That, I think that's a, the, one of the saddest ones is comedians, man. Comedians are almost like musicians when it comes to like sad stories of their downfall. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's fucking Who's crazy. Who's died in hotels and shit? Yeah, yeah, that shit's fucking. That shit's have nuts. you ever done like concerts or like like events like that? Like I haven't. No? There's something I I looked into and and I was gonna do. I want because originally I want to go for sound, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do live sound, but never never had the opportunity it just they just didn't work out you know the the stars aligned in a different direction <laughs> yeah you might jump you, into man? it later on what's oh. that so you might jump into it later on True. what about this fool over here like smoking weed like I, do you work at a like dispensary you got your own nah, business nah, or nah, just be working just working Mm-hmm. You know, working his shit i, th- I think i've known him the longest like i used to kick it with him like back in the like 
middle school, like the beginning of um high school, but you know, I, I had to like like I mean, get away from that because you guys were just getting too crazy for me. I was like, see, that's not fool, but I, 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 my memory's all fucked up, bro. Yeah, like, like, up, but fucking, I remember, I remember, fool. Like fighting with, the West Siders, the Samoans. The, I'm like, fuck, that. I, I ain't was, trying to I get beef. I was never that crazy. I was never that. Uh-huh. Crazy. I just like to smoke. Yeah. Like to smoke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 a trip how we fucking. Well, this fool, this this was the big reason, yo. This was the big reason. This was the big reason I started smoking. This this guy right here, (laughs) me, peer pressure, and then yeah, but this fool since Wilmington Park, yeah, this stories, dog, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, bro. Yeah, and then it's. And now that you're fucking interviewing me, I'm gonna flip it on you because it's funny Let's because do you this. have a podcast do this. too. So you're, you're used <laughs> and to you, being and on you're the, the OG. You're yeah, an OG. Yeah, you, started, bro. Yeah. you already have. Are you, how many episodes do you have already? You're in the hundreds, right? Yeah. Um, I've been scoping. I think. Um. Well, I don't know when this is coming out, but I think I'll probably put out by the time this comes out, like 121. Nice. I, I actually like. I should be farther in, maybe like at like maybe 30, like 130, but. Um, August, like I took a long ass break and like for some reason, like around this time of year, like I get like super depressed and down and insecure. So I stopped recording shows. So like I, I've been doing it for three years now. Yeah, yeah. And I think out of the three years, like I maybe like maybe like I in total for the three years, maybe I, I took like three months off. Gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah. Damn, but that, that's three months out of three years, bro. That's yeah. fucking a month yeah. a year no más way también. Yeah, yeah. To work, bro. I be scoping out. I've been listening, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was thanks, like, I gotta listen. It. Yeah, I have to, bro. Come on, dog. Right when you asked, I was like, man, I was like, I'm down. I told this for a silly. He's like, yeah, let's do and, this. And you got, yeah. I mean, you got all. I like the fact that you have like, you have merch. You know, you're running your mm. merchandise. You're, you stickers. got stickers and all that shit. And it's like, yep. and then on top of that, I feel like you're, excuse me, um, like how you have all your. You know, you have better designs. Like, I, I don't do a lot of graphic design. I, I feel like that's something that we're lacking. Straight and I, I look at yours, <laughs> and it's something that I appreciate. Like, yeah. you know, you always have your Let Me Know logo, and you got your shit going on. And yeah, when, you, when you're introducing your guests on Instagram, it just looks a little more organized than ours. We're still in the, you know, I'm, we're still in the baby stages right now. Yeah, yeah you guys just stuck like, in it. This is like what episode ten or what, what? yeah correct yeah, yeah. so oh, like yeah, yeah ten, yeah, 10 yeah. <laughs> so like for me episode ten was like that that push point that that point that got me noticed yeah. it really helped me I interviewed this band the Paranoias and okay. they're really like very like they're I don't know in the right in the middle they're like in like after before this this whole um pandemic started like they're yeah. about to go on tour they were like really successful and they're really known in the like East LA. Gotcha, so gotcha. that episode like really pushed me. Um, I, that's when I started introducing music in the background. Gotcha, like, gotcha. That, like, like that episode made me think like from that point on, like, so I had another podcast. It was called Dick in the Box and Dick in the Box was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that one was basically what I'm doing now, but I had a co-host. I had my homie Jose. Gotcha. And so the, the whole you. premise was um, I was going to be a dick and he was going to be the straight man. And like we were gonna be interviewing somebody, but like when when it came down to it, I couldn't be a dick, you know. Like <laughs> I, I was nice, you know. Like, that's yeah, just yeah. Like, that's my nature. So, um, so long long story short, he ended up leaving because like he does EDM, he's into the music industry. So yeah, like since this was like the newest thing, he figured, you know what, 
um this is new this is really like that was really my thing like podcasting was really my idea i just needed somebody to help me you know push me to motivate you a little bit yeah so once he left like i had to i had like this expensive ass equipment and i didn't know what to do with it so i had i was forced to like figure it out you know yeah and so like from that point on so like technically i probably recorded five episodes before that so i had five episodes of practice before i actually recorded my my number one for yeah, this yeah, podcast yeah. so i had like maybe 15 episodes in but you know it's a it's a struggle and i'm I'm still learning i'm still like learning like i said Absolutely. like like every month like i'm I'm over here questioning myself like how come i can't like why, why am i not getting more plays am i doing something wrong like what could I, what else could i be doing better yeah you know, yeah that, that, that's just the way things are you know like i mean you always gotta learn like i always learn something from like a person that I have on so the the last sure. episode i had on was with noah james and like he's a big dude like at first glance you think he's like all hard but he's like a softy like he's a big bear you know yeah yeah and so i mean you just gotta learn learn from it from like you're gonna learn something from my this episode like i talked to you that much basically because i got my own show and yeah, yeah that's yeah, what you gotta do yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Oh, I'm gonna stop talking. I'll let you nah, guys ask nah, me. Nah, nah, nah. That's what yeah. you That's what we're just, here we're, for, we're gonna, dog. We're gonna be asking more of the questions. All right, <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for, dog. We wanna, it's no, hard. We wanna, hear you. we wanna hear your story, dog. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It was funny that the first thing you said was like, "So, Chris, you know, like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah. shit, the tables have turned. Now I'm getting interviewed." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's uncomfortable when like in a sense, like it feels nice being interviewed. But they're yeah. like being like picked on and like, oh, what's this? What's this? Is that it's a little yeah. uncomfortable? So I, I understand what my guests uh, have to go through whenever they have on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tight, man. Um, and this it, looks this, like uh, like um, what's that? That cocaine? That that cocaine? Fucking narco? What's his name? El Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, that's what this one looks like. <laughs> <laughs> We've been telling him that. Shit. Like, you gotta put like because. You gotta that's since your back in the day. Since back in the day, yeah. You gotta put your you gotta put your baby, your baby nephew in like a like a brown <laughs> fucking <laughs> like a brown box looking to like a package food and then <laughs> you're yeah. fucking carrying that food. yeah man every time like he comes out like the microphone like when he starts looking like i can see his face like straight up like him <laughs> i know like really thin and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got the split you got the natural split too huh i don't yeah have, i'm yeah. mad that i i'm mad that i don't have like the full fucking like mexican man, straight beaner <laughs> my shit's fucking like I got the split too, but I don't even let I let that shit grow one time, and I started looking too much like an adult, and I'm like, you know what, I can't do this shit. Do it all thick. Remember the homie they said it all thick off. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's just fucking. That's, that's just tight, man. But um, now that you've gone like already, you know, you're you had a hundred episodes, bro. Like that's tight. How how do you think? Like what? How 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 have you grown? Like how have you seen your growth? Like where do you think you've gotten better at? Like talking to people like i still struggle like i'm very self-conscious you know yeah. um, like i don't know but I, my first language was spanish and mm-hmm. like i still get out like i don't feel like i speak correctly you know yeah and just talking to people and also i, I think um just being able to be more direct when it comes to my questions with with this whole pandemic before yeah. i was able to just record an hour an hour plus and now like like with zoom i'm only allowed 45 minutes to an hour yeah, and it kicks me out. So, 
So like now I have to be more concise. I have to make sure like I get exactly all the questions or or whatever like my aim, whatever I'm aiming for on that interview, like that I, to focus on that and not to go too much, you know, away from the topic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. Yeah. I mean, I think we all come from similar situations. Like Spanish was my my first language too, and I still a lot of times when I'm talking to people, I'm like. I'm like saying something and then this word comes up and it's like, I want to say it in Spanish uh-huh. so bad. And I'm like, wait, no, no. Like, how do you, how the fuck do you say it in English? And like, it's a basic ass word, like fucking soap or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I want to say jabón and I'm like, fuck, I mean, uh, and then I, then I just like have to stop and then like, okay, it's pretty simple. Like, it's just yeah. fucking soap. Like, it's not that complicated, but our brain is just wired that way, you know? And I'm yeah. um, like, now I live with my girl and obviously her and I speak mostly in English, even though I try to, push her to talk, talk in Spanish and encourage mm-hmm. her to talk in Spanish. But, you know, when I lived with my parents, it was all Spanish at home. Yeah. You know, very rarely did we say something in English. And it was probably my mom joking around about something or like, you know, it was never like a serious conversation in English. Like, I don't think I've, I can't remember one time I've had a serious conversation in English with my parents, you know, mm-hmm. it's always todo en español. And I'm glad I haven't forgotten it. You know, I yeah. hope that if I ever have kids that I can, teach them and they can carry on the Spanish because it's imp- I think it's important to be to be bilingual and have you ever done any episodes in Spanish or interviewed anybody in Spanish not not fully in Spanish um somebody did approach me and I told her yeah I, she wanted she wanted to have her dad on like he has a, a woodworking like he makes like planners and like shelves gotcha. and stuff yeah and yeah. I I told her like yeah like I'm down but she wanted to be interviewed. Like she wanted to promote his business. But was, when I told her, like, I can't do that. Like, that's not what I, like my style. Like I want to get yeah. straight from the source. And yeah, she yeah, never yeah. reached back. She never reached to me. But I mean, the, the t- I mean, the offer's still there. If she wants to like have her dad on, but I wouldn't be opposed. Like I, I struggle, but you know, if you give me time, I, I, I edit on my show. So like, yeah. if, you know, if there's a word, I could always Google it and make like make it seem like <laughs> I said it like, real, like real cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the magic of fucking editing, man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the you speaking a Zoom. Shout out to my brother. I'm using your fucking account. <laughs> that's why I don't know if you saw the email. It said it didn't say yeah. Chris invited you. It said Oscar. That's my brother. <laughs> yeah, he's hooking like, it up. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like like you work for LASD or teach nah, on the side nah. or whatever. <laughs> I forgot. I usually give like because I've been using it the last. Well, here's the thing. I just figured out that I, that because I basically with when I did my brother's episode, mm-hmm. um, I we did it with my account and I had the same issue as you, which was a 45 minutes. But I but it said I could record, so I'm like cool. So we did like a test run of 10 minutes, and I'm like okay, it works. I just wanted to make sure I did it before I trusted it fully. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. right after that. I um we did it we did the episode and it and it passed the forty five and it just it said okay because you're uh, because you're using us we're gonna give you an extended whatever you know uh-huh. so we kept going I was like cool it was like an hour and a half and then I hit you know finally it was over hit end and it didn't do like the little loading thing where it saves my audio files and I was yeah, like yeah. are you fucking kidding me and I trusted it so much that I usually because like right now I'm recording. In my, I have a little Zoom portable recorder, so I still have. That's my backup, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I'm paranoid. Like, I'm not about to let you know. That's good. And um, and what you call it? So after that, my brother's like, "Yeah, use my account." And yeah, we used his account, and for some reason, it wasn't recording. And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know what's going on." Whatever. 
then it turns out all I had all I had to do was hit record on, on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And lately Man. I've been getting all my like I that's just I feel like such an idiot, but whatever. You live and you learn, you know. No, yeah, that's part of it. Like I remember one of the episodes I recorded twice and my, yeah. my box like so I have like you know we hook up by your mics, like yeah, so yeah. I have this like like scarlet. I hook up I hook up my mic and then from there I hook it up to my computer yeah and like i didn't even know it was in recording so we ended up recording for four hours and none of it recorded <laughs> oh. i felt like shit i was like damn like you know i'm sorry you want to come back i'm down for it and he never he hasn't even hit me up like he doesn't want to talk to me anymore so. <laughs> I, I mean i can't i mean i can't like, get mad at him you know like yeah yeah i just, mean especially when they drop knowledge you know yeah. and they feel like they said something that's like you know and it's like damn now i gotta say it again and you don't say it with the same like feeling anymore because it's yeah. like repetitive now it's like now you know it's it's a little different yeah that, that's why like when, when you sent me the the questionnaire like you're like oh this is like some of the topics like i don't do that because whenever i do that um they tend to get ahead of themselves like they yeah they see the order and like oh they're about to ask me this so that that's why I was like, oh man, I'm professional because I, I don't do that, you know. Like nah, just, but we, just but we go crazy. I mean, we be like, oh, like how crazy y'all subject and shit. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just I just like do talk. that just to make them, just to kind of give them a little bit of a heads up and yeah, like so, at least because yeah. because some people, you know, especially like I don't know, if there's some kind of have some specific profession and they know they can't talk about certain things or I don't know, you know, I just like, I just tell them that and like, at least they can know kind of what to expect. That way I don't catch them by surprise. That's yeah, kind yeah. of the only reason I do that, but I, it's still very vague. Like none of the questions I don't, I don't get like super detailed, you know, like <laughs> this just is so just that, fucking gone, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that's just, that's just, just how I've, I don't know. That's just how I've managed, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Getting back to you, so what what do you do besides your podcast, man? Like what what's what business are you in? Like what kind of what kind of work do you do? I work at a grocery store. Um, right. I don't want to say where because I just don't nah, want to. Nah, don't yeah, don't say. But yeah, like I work at a grocery store. Okay. I, I do the, Essential the stocking. Worker, bro. Yeah, I I stock. I work at um. So I go at midnight, you know. And yeah, so whenever you have something missing on the shelf, it's probably me. Like I <laughs> you forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I just shit not. Expired nah, already. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I left it in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, like I just don't want to like mark down stuff. Man. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've been doing that since high school. Like, um, gotcha. I, I started working there twelfth uh, grade. So, and I've still been there. I'm trying to get out. To be honest, it's just hard. You know, like as like you start growing up and you get more bills, and then now you start depending on that financial. You know, like that money coming in. So it's oh, hard yeah. to leave a, a job. Like basically, this is like. Like a regular job, you know, get you get paid minimum. But I've been there so long that I don't get paid the minimum anymore. Yeah. So now I have to find a job that will pay me what I get paid. But it's mm-hmm. hard to find a like a basic job that will pay you that much. So, no. But I'm still, you know, I'm right today. I was looking a little bit, and hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully something comes along. But yeah, I, re- I remember listening to one of your one of your podcasts, and you were talking about also that you like you were pursuing at some point like doing being a stand-up comedian and you were like yeah. writing your own shit and all that and mm-hmm. it seems like you i think in that same episode you said you kind of flow you know you kind of waved away from it but i mean is there a reason why or like i mean i i would love to hear some shit man yeah. <laughs> well yeah. there's i think there's like one or two videos on on youtube there's okay. my very 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 first one which i'm super green that was my first show i actually started 
Um, so I've been, I wanted to do it since high school. You know, that was something I would pursue. I thought I always was pretty funny or somewhat funny. And so at Harvard college, they were offering some, some like stand up classes. So I figured, you know, like, let's take it. Like I've been talking all this shit, you know, saying I'm funny and I could do this. And like, yeah. I, I saw like every year, you know, you get that like booklet of like extracurricular stuff. Like you could do music, you could do play the guitar. Yeah. And I kept seeing stand-up, stand-up. I was like, you know what? Like, there's nothing stopping me. Actually, it was my girl, to tell the truth. Like, I kept telling her, like, I want to do it. I want to do it. And she's like, what the fuck's stopping you? Like, you're the only one that's keeping you, you know, from yeah. doing it. So I took the classes. And um, it was actually this show, this um, the Annex, I think, right here in um, San Pedro. It was my very first show. Um, one of the the girls that I performed with me, her husband, I, I think it's Mick, uh, Miggy. You probably seen him. Like he's yeah. he's doing a lot of videos for like just us. He's working okay, with yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he recorded. It's up on YouTube. If you go to his account, like you should be able to see it. Okay. But um, so I stopped doing it because I was talking about the same thing. You know, I was talking about my dick. I was talking about like how, like, <laughs> you know. And then I, at some point, like I'm thirty. You know, at some point you gotta get away from it. You know, like. And I mean, I, I'm gonna. I think you you kind of have a point, but at the same time, it's like that's the type of shit that people like. People like that people, yeah, shit. exactly. Like, like it's like you're shit. because you're being real. You know what I mean? Like you're being honest and like nowadays, especially how everything's fucking filtered with like you can't talk about this and you can't talk about that. It's like I'm a huge fan of stand-up comedians. Like yeah. dudes that go out there and put themselves on blast, like yeah. that type of shit. I have a lot of respect for that. But, but you know what's funny? Well, when you mentioned earlier about lighting and like you do that with stand up too. Like I stopped watching stand up for a little bit. Like I love stand up, yeah. but I had to stop because I already knew how it was going to work. Like I already know what he's about to say. Like yeah. I already know where he's going. Like it'll ruin it for me. So, but yeah, not my it bad. It does I, get a little, it's, some artists do get a, get a little predictable. Like George Lopez, for example, like back yeah. in 2000 and what, like 2004? four or not i wasn't even in high school it was like 2003 mm-hmm. was when he did that fucking the i got a pen in my chest and i can't breathe you know oh, yeah the, the chocolate day. bunny that's an old yeah, school yeah. All that shit. yeah old school that old that like his first first like shit that went like pretty i guess viral it, viral was different than what it is today but yeah and i was like man like this shit is like one of a kind like i've never heard anybody like that like especially a mexican that i can relate to even though a lot of the stuff was like I couldn't like personally relate to, but it was still like, okay, still part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Fast forward to like the next five, 10 years. It was just like, dude, like I'm over your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I still respect too. you. I still respect you. You still, you know, he obviously had his TV show and I loved the George Lopez show. Mm-hmm. Like I thought his TV show, his sitcom was awesome, but his standup is a little bit already like repetitive. And it's just like, okay, but you know, still, he still was able to make it. You know, he he mm-hmm. got that far, and he became really close friends with like uh, Charlie Murphy and like all these other like you know legends and stand up. So mm-hmm. it's, I I do get what you're saying. I just still I'm gonna encourage you, man. Like you should still <laughs> fuck you know fuck around with it, man. Like ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I I wish I had like the balls to do that because I I always feel like I have something funny to say, and then I say it to some people, and like no one laughs. Mm-hmm. Like, like what fuck. the fuck. Like, yeah. damn, and that's another thing. You got to read the room, man. It's crazy. Like, there's a lot oh, you of say it to your homies? To you say it nah. to your homies? You say a joke and all your homies laugh, and then you're like, all right, yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. You say it again somewhere else? 
And you just look at you like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's uh, that's also the issue. Like, I have the same jokes, and I know they work in this <laughs> this place. But then if I go somewhere else, they're not necessarily gonna work with them. So yeah. I like I stopped because I wasn't having I, I didn't have anything new. Yeah. And like I wanted like maybe for like two years I had the same like maybe ten minutes, and like I wasn't really progressing. So I figured you know what, let me take a break. Let me let me sit back and let me start writing. But you know it's been what I took a two year break so far or a year break and I'm still you know I thought the pandemic was gonna help me to tell the truth. I came up with some new ones. Yeah. But like, like, no, nah, they're they're not like, I, like my 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 thing is, if I remember them, then they're good because they're like, obviously, like you're gonna hear them. Other people are gonna hear them. They're gonna remember them. Yeah. But if I don't remember them, maybe after a month after like I wrote them, then like they're not they're not good. At least in my the the way I um, the way I think, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We were like our own worst critics, you know. Yeah. So it's like a lot of times we end up telling ourselves like, nah, because that's how I felt like when, like when we were gonna. Because we recorded how many before stacks? Like three before yeah, our first one. Yeah, yeah. And I was very okay. self cautious about them. I was like, fuck, I sound like an idiot. Like, I said this. And I was like, why the fuck did I say that? I should not have said that. And like, we said some stupid shit the first time. And, and, <laughs> and I was just like, man, like, I need a, I don't know. Like, I was like, let me play it for my girl. And, you know, my girl has a, like, when it comes to us bullshitting, she like, she's like, ah, like, it's just you and your friend. It's just like, okay, like, you know. She'll listen to like a couple minutes and then it's like she'd rather go listen to some fucking Selena Gomez or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was a little bit like she's in the background. <laughs> That's how my girl is too, though. Like exactly like that. If like like when it came to stand up, like she already knew my set so much that um I remember one time. So I started out with like thank you, like like saying um like I just want to thank my girl wherever she's at, you know. Like and I try to make it seem like she's she's dead. I'm like, oh no, don't worry about it. Like. <laughs> Like she's not dead or nothing happened to her. She's just not here. Like you would think, like like you, you would think that something as big as this she'd be here for. But don't worry about it. Like she's my biggest fan. Like she yeah. like she likes to tell people what I like on dick size. I make up in confidence. As you could tell, I'm very confident. <laughs> but, but like like sometimes people would. <laughs> well, sometimes people like be like, oh no, she's here, she's here. But she she have to tell them like, oh no, that's part of the set. You know that that's like he already has the order of things. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's that was some good shit right there. Um, yeah, thank you, man. Like that, that, that's just that's why I love, again going back to like why comedians are important. It's like they, they're and like and I think a lot of them are very self cautious, but that's why they are successful is because mm-hmm. they expose that shit. You know, they put that out there, and it's like first you're thinking, you start thinking if you really look outside and think about it, it's like damn, this fool has problems, but then. When he's saying it and the way that they're saying it, you're just like, that shit's fucking hilarious. And then a lot of times, for example, Kevin Hart is always talking about his kids. You know, he's always putting his kids on blast like that. This was fucking stupid. And then I think one of them, I think he said was blind in one of his stand up. And I don't I don't think any of them are blind, but it's like you're allowed yeah. to do that because yeah. you're saying it's your son. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or maybe he is blind. I don't fucking know. I don't I never look, I never Googled it. I just remember him saying like he's blind and everybody was like, nah. you know, you're just like, nah, there's yeah. no dude. You can't even blind. He's like bumping into tables and he's doing all this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I remember that with you. It's yeah, just I mean, like, either. dude, like you're saying some fucked up shit, you know, uh-huh. it's fucked because you're making fun of blind people, but at the end of the day, blind people are probably listening to it and cracking the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it helps. It helps people feel, I don't know, like if it helps you put those insecurities and make them into something that's like mm-hmm. comfortable and I don't know, 
you know it yeah. makes it makes you feel better about it and realize that that like my like the homie said last week Ernesto he said happiness is a what he said a beer and a pizza from Red West you know it's and like, and and, and twenty dollars worth of coins in your pocket oh yeah yeah exactly twenty dollars <laughs> worth of quarters in your pocket is it's true it's like those little those little <laughs> details that that's what you know all the other shit on the outside when it, when it comes to like social media and all that that's you know that's that's what's been causing a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression you know and um it's, yeah it's good to have people laugh about it you know yeah yeah it's really important it's i think it's like really really important for us yeah, to have no, that yeah. just still um now going back to the going back to my interview mode so <laughs> now that you've been so how long has your podcast been going already how many years three three years so in three years you have 120 episodes like how do you how do you organize yourself like as far as do you just like find people online and say hey what's up this is, you know, like people who you don't have like a close relationship or is it more like, oh, you interview this person and then they tell you like, hey, my boy or my homegirl or like that or how, what's the what's the basic process on how your interviews go as far as like getting your guests? I've been lucky in that that sense. Um, So like probably like you guys, like I just hit up like at the beginning, I just hit up people I know, like homies from high school. So it started because I was doing stand up and I wanted to like, be heard. And also, like, being from Wilmington, like, you don't really get the best rep. You know, people, like, they yeah. hear Wilmington, they just hear, like, all drugs and gangs and shit like that. But yep. then, like, from my perspective, like, living there, like, I see people like like Gong, like Oscar, he's super talented. Fuck yeah. You know? I, like, I see, Gong, like, yeah. somebody, like, Marlene, like, she's she's in the art industry. Like, I have, we have people like Martin Ibarra. He's, like, world-known. Like, he does sculptures. He does, like, like live performances and like oh you know martin moreno like um fluffy right his best fluffy, friend yeah. like he's from wilmington and we have like other people like tony a the wizard like he yeah. you know tony a and um dub c no no high c and, and tony a like we have people from wilmington that like yeah. they're not like they're known but they're not really known from being from wilmington or at least yeah. from our like where we stand like our age like we're we like you we know drake we know all these big foods but we don't know the past so yeah. I figured, you know, why, why not provide a space for people from Wilmington to kind of talk about what they do and maybe take that stigma of being from Wilmington and from like being that place that's known for the gang and for all that violence and stuff. Yeah. So, so, you know, I figured, you know, why not? Why not? And then so I started reaching out to people from like high school that I knew a little bit. And, you know, I got lucky. They wanted to come on. You know, some of them had businesses, you know, and then from that, I, I ran out of people. Like, like I mentioned, episode 10, the paranoia is like, I've never met any single one of them. But, yeah. you know, at some point you got to like, I'm very self-conscious, like I said in the beginning from the way I speak. And like, I never wanted to reach out to somebody I didn't know because like, my thing is I'm likable. And if you know me, then you like me already. Like, I, yeah. I, that's what my mindset is. But like reaching out to somebody brand new was kind of scary. But I figured like, if I want to continue doing the show, I need to have people on like this is like I build a, a interview an interview show where I have nothing but like you know at the beginning like I had nothing but interviews so I couldn't really rely on myself because I didn't think I was interested enough like interesting enough to like be by myself yeah. so like at some point I, I, I had to talk to my girlfriend I told her, hey can you help me write this like like invitation that seems kind of professional that tells people what I want who I am and what I hope to accomplish through the show 
Yeah. And like, luckily people re- read that and people, you know, were interested in coming on. And I'm just thankful that they gave a guy, like, like I said, from like, I pretty much, I'm an unknown. People don't really know me much, but like, they gave me a chance to come on. So, you know, I'm just, you know, just got to reach out to people. And if they yeah. say no, they, they'll say no, but there's like, there's thousands of people, like millions yeah, of people in this world that, you know, eventually somebody's going to say yes. So. You swing a hundred uh, times, you're going to hit at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just facts. Fuck, fool. You finally said it correct, dog. You didn't flip that one backwards. <laughs> oh, I should have, dog. Oh, two weeks in a row, he said he had, like, little anecdotes or, or little quotes, my bad. And uh, and they were, they were fucked up both times. <laughs> they should have me dying. I told him I'm going to make a collection of just, like, yeah, all the times. To... Yeah, you should have them, like, at the end, like, bloopers of things. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got to collect hey, all those bloopers. I'll that shit was fucking good. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, but um, that's tight, man. Um, and now that so you so yeah, so you reach out to people, and they holler at you. And right now during the pandemic, how have you just been doing it remotely too through Zoom? Right now, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was against it to tell the truth. Like I could have probably had other people on the show, um, because it much, this is much easier. You know, doing it from home, you don't have to drive. Like people were coming from like Bakersfield, <laughs> so <Damn. I'm> <laughs> I feel bad for that one. Um, um, like. People from like San Diego, no, not San Diego, but like, fuck, what's the farthest I've been to? Like, kind of like Riverside, you know, like, okay. and like, I figured like, if I, I didn't want to do it because I like sitting down with the person, like, I don't feel, I like, agree. I, you know, like, I feel like you really can't get a sense of like what this was doing in the background. Like, he's smoking, but like, I want to make fun of him, but like, I want to pay attention to you. But when <laughs> you're in the room, like when you're in the room, like you can, you could like both, like we could both comment on whatever this was doing, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. you're doing. But like, I was against it, but you know, with this pandemic, it kind of forced me to like, I had to like realize like, if I want to continue doing the show, I have to adapt and I have to like, at least give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's difficult at times. Like I said, like sometimes the conversations are so good that you want to keep going, but you just can't. And you just like, in my, like, and my, I hope that I give the person a good interview where they'd want to come back again and I could Absolutely. ask those questions that I missed. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. That's badass. I mean, the podcast idea between him and I came from playing PlayStation together. Like, me and him were always be on and we'd have, like, you know, we'd be playing with randos or with some <laughs> of our other just homies and, like, the, the shit we would say over, you know, was... Obviously, some stuff I would never fucking leave it on a podcast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you not. It's outrageous. But but it was still we'd have some funny ass conversations, and it's like, dude, like, why? You know, what's keeping us from from do from doing this? From doing it? and I feel like because I, I have a little bit of experience working in in Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, mm-hmm. I had a little radio station with my boys because they allowed anybody as long as you're a student in in Dominguez Hills you could use their little broadcasting uh studio or whatever oh that's cool and they would they would and that shit was live so it's mm. it's a little different you know yeah, yeah and there's not really any editing or any of that it's just you record it you're done boom mm. it's up it's uploaded everyone can listen to it and thankfully there was uh my boy John, shout out to him Jonathan Mullins who his dad's actually the voice for Cerritos Auto Square Oh, so whenever sure. you hear the commercials, that's yeah. his fucking pops. <laughs> and um, and he his, so he already had that experience of his dad already being like a voice actor and all that. Mm-hmm. And he has a great fucking radio voice, dude. Like I still don't think I have a great radio voice. Like, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think I do. I don't think I do. I yeah. think you got a better voice than I do. 
I don't know. How, people, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't know. I try to kind of keep my deep voice sometimes. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of times that's what, what, what sounds good on radio is like kind of, kind of a deep voice or feeling like the chest. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. like, 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 okay. Well, what trips me out on that? Like, imagine having this voice and this voice being being your dad trying to discipline you. Like, <laughs> everybody, close your eyes for a second. Like, <laughs> don't do that anymore. You're on timeout. Like, this is not a dad voice. Like, I don't have a dad voice. You know, it That's just trips me out. You just got to hey, but the, the kid's gonna know though, man. The kid's gonna know who the papa is. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, yeah. I be hey, I be checking my little nieces, bro. My little niece, she be right here, and I be and she be just look at looks at me and I'm like, yeah. hey, come on, I don't even have a dad voice either, bro. It's voice. <laughs> you just gotta let them know, bro. You just gotta be like, hey, ponte trucha. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I don't have kids, or I mean, I have nephews. I took care of my two little cousins, Danny and Nano. Shout out to those little little I see the little, I see the oh, they're little not little, they're not that little anymore, they're fucking getting close to my height, but. Well, they're still little no, they homies. were like the only two younger siblings because I'm the youngest of three. So I never really had like a, a younger cousin really or that I had there all the time, you know? Yeah, so I'm the only know. child. So it's not like like Whoa. I could discipline anybody, you know? Like just that. <laughs> 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 yeah. I thought girls just start yeah, stopping with the so... bombs. <laughs> I was about to say, the lechugas are not fucking yeah. to play with. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me show you how to kick this real fire, you know? Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I have a couple homies that are only child, and I always like it's funny because they're like, you know, we, we having siblings, siblings is like it's a blessing, you know, it's yeah, a blessing, it but at the same time, it's also why you fight the most because yeah. you were fighting for attention, you know, yeah. and like yeah, an only child has all the attention, and us is just like. We'd always be like, fuck you. It's just like, you know, yeah. which in the long run, I guess kind of, it's kind of cool. I, well, I like, kind of miss those days. I miss my fucking brothers, but. Like my mom uh, takes care of kids. She's been taking care of kids since I was in like elementary. So yeah. like I've, I've, I don't have brothers or sisters, but like I, my mom always has kids around my gotcha. age, younger than me. So like, I, like I'm the bad guy whenever she like, I go like to her place, like go to have to stop doing this. Like damn, like they, they see me like when they're, they're scared to see me. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just they get crazy. in line right there when they see they get in line. Oh shit, this fool's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> they even ask me like, why is he here? Like he doesn't live here. It's like cause he cause this is his home too. I'm like, yeah, give me some ice cream. And like, <laughs> this was like, give me some ice cream. <laughs> that's awesome man yeah my mom actually did a little bit of, of that too like taking care of not a, not like a big group because it was usually just like one or two so i had a couple like yeah i guess i did have a couple little homies little i just homies. remembering some memories now this dude sam who's um he's from the from my my homie nestor carranza shout out to him he's probably never gonna listen to this but I don't even know where he's at where i don't even know what he's up to now but he was always like a super fucking intelligent cat like he was like in high school and through middle school and all that, he was always like on top of his class. Like he was, he was mm -hmm. legit. And his little brother, Sam, who had like one of the gnarliest mullets, bro. <laughs> I mean, this kid had a mullet. I can say, I mean, how tall is a, how tall is like a five-year-old? Like, I don't know. Well, well, now with the hormones, they're like close to six <laughs> feet now, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever they put on those chicken, you know. <laughs> Well, he's like, he's like, what, whatever. The whole point is that his mullet, bro, was like to like right, 
right above his butt or like on his butt and then the uh-huh. top was just like a flat top i mean and it was blonde Please. too bro. damn Please. that shit was legendary bro to this day <laughs> like, i like your dirt yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> and i remember having him around and he was actually a very fucking nice little kid man and mm. I, I still remember when i graduated high school i didn't even know because at that point i wasn't playing soccer as much anymore as i did when i was a kid but every but we still played park right. I mean, play soccer right there at that park Greenbelt, right by right in the east side. And he showed up and he was right there playing. I'm like, and without the mullet, it's hard to recognize him a little bit. <laughs> but I did. I knew it was him. He's like, "What's up, Chris?" Like he was very like he remembered him. He remembered me. He's like, remember when I used to be, you know, at your house when I was a little kid? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, yeah, man, that's just tight. Like you got he got big, man. He's like six four, yeah. or six two or something. I don't know. He's taller than me though. He is taller than me. I was just like, God damn, bro. Like, what do they put in that milk? What you eating, cowboys? It was that that mullet. (laughs) Oh, maybe the mullet was was keeping you down. It was a power mullet, fool. The power mullet, fool. That's just crazy, man. That's just funny. Uh, And it's, it's just, it's awesome to see, like you were talking about earlier, like people from our neighborhood, you know, pushing the envelope into what, what we're supposed to be on quotes, you know, Mm -hmm. like, just supposed to be cholos or whatever. And that's the thing. I know cholos. And those motherfuckers are smart as fuck too, man. Like, yeah. those are making good money. They're businessmen. It's just that the lifestyle, you know? It's just a lifestyle. Like, there's yeah. something that they grew up in. Their parents were in it. Their uncles, whatever it is. And you just, you can't really get away from it. But, you know, the ones that are able to to stay in that culture and still progress and, like, like I said, own businesses and all that shit legally, <laughs> obviously. Fuck it, if they do it the other way too, it's their pedal, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, we all got to eat, so sometimes yeah. you got to, you know, find ways. Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And, it's and like, like, like like, on that, like like with us, when we went to podcast, like we have to find other outlets to be successful, to do stuff, because, I mean, we're all fighting to be longshoremen, we're all fighting to work at the yep. refineries, you know? Like sometimes, like, like, like we were told, like for me, like I was told, like you gotta be a doctor, you have a profession, but like that's not for everybody. Like for me, like I want to do something that where I'm creative, you know. And but like, 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 like you, you know, like you could have done something else. You could like, there's they probably told you to be a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer, but you know, you decided to do something else. You know, something where you work in the industry. But like, I don't know how happy you are. So hopefully, like you enjoy. No, I love like, it, man. I fucking love this shit. You know, you know, I want to hear, I'm going to tell you guys some, a little personal story that's pretty funny. Um, when we were in high school, we were in GSS. And I don't know if you remember GSS, how yeah. they had like all those little different like programs or whatever. Yeah, I was on GISA. GISA. What yeah. was GISA? Was that like about like environmental? Yeah, was that yeah. The environmental yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Global Environmental Gaunt. Science Academy. I think I remember that. that one, yeah. Yeah, Gaunt. He was with the, me, yeah. yeah. The gangster. Yeah. Like, Fucking gangster. Shout out to him. Like, like I, oh, well, uh, before you go into your story, like, uh, but since we're talking about that food, so yeah, 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 like, he, he, him and I, we went on our first date. Like, he, I went with <laughs> him on my very first date with this girl. <laughs> oh, shit. So, like, I was like, I was going out with this girl, like, on my show. Like, if you're coming from my show, listening to it, so this is the same person I've been talking about. I was with her for spring break, essentially. So, I got with her on a Friday, and then we went on spring break, and she broke up with me on a Monday. But, like, <laughs> The day the day we got together, like we went to the movies, and his the, the the agreement was that she would only go out with me if he would go out with her friend, 
And oh, if it wasn't shit. if it wasn't for like that full of green to come on, I, I would probably not got on that date. So but Damn. it didn't work out. Yeah, but that yeah, cool ass fool, like for him to agree. Yeah, that's to, like, a fuck that, that's what you call a, a wingman right, right there. That's yeah. the definition of a wingman, man. Taking yeah, yeah. one for the team, you know, even if he had no interest in that other chick, it's like yeah. fuck it, you know? Yeah. Oh gee. He did what he had to do. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, going back to the academy shit or whatever, so we were in GSS and me and Stax were in that and, you know, a bunch of other people and that was about the port and, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't quite what... What was the other one that was, like... Um, there was another was academy that was there longer. ITA. 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 Yeah. And they were kind of about the port, too, but we are more, like, port security mm-hmm. to be, like, either a firefighter or... um, What is it called? Uh, damn. I'm, I'm Coast having Guard, a... Man, a the Coast Guard. That's that's, the the, well, that's why I'm shit. talking about this because we we went for one week to Vallejo, California, to do a like to like they basically put us in training. We did some firefighter training and then we did um the Coast Guard thing, which was we had to jump into a pool and flip a raft over with with fully clothed. On. Yeah, uh-huh. fully clothed with shoes, sweater, whatever you had on. And um that shit motivated me because I I was it because I was one of the like because not everyone flipped it and it was like maybe 10 of the 30 or something like that that did it. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those 10. You were two right stacks, stack your two. And doing that, doing that yeah, was like, bro. dude, it's like super motivational, bro. Like that shit like was like, damn, this is fucking awesome. So like I told myself, <laughs> like, I want I want to be, you know what? I'm gonna look into this Coast Guard thing. And at the end, at the tail end of my senior year, I was thinking, like, I'm really gonna push this. I'm I'm gonna go join the Coast Guard. You know that way I'll stay in shape and blah blah blah. And then at the time too, like I still I still smoke marijuana, but like at the time I was smoking more like a lot. And I was just like, damn, like if I fucking join the Coast Guard, I won't be able to blaze, you know? And that was literally like the reason why I fucking didn't join it. And sometimes I think about it, I'm like, fuck, all I had to do was quit smoking weed and I could have, you know what I mean? Like that's literally the smallest of things I could have. It's not even a big deal, but I was just like, man, fuck that. I'd rather just go, I'll just go to Harvard College and I'll figure it out. And yeah, I always liked the business. And at the time in high school, I was in a band. So like uh, some when my boy my boy Jaime, um, he fucking showed me a studio. He's the first one who showed me a studio and was like, "Look, this is how we record." And he showed me all the gear, and I was just like, like I was blown away by that shit. I'm like, this is this is where I want to be. Like I want to be in a studio, recording music all day, every day, you know. Mm. And that's why I got into sound. But then next thing you know, I'm in film, mm. and it's almost it's a similar thing, you know. It's all still like entertainment and. Mm. And it's artistic and it's creative and all that. And I, you know, I'm just lucky, man. I'm lucky to 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 have found the whatever path, you know. I never drew, like my dream wasn't to be an electrician on set, but I like the job and it's it fucking pays great. And I got got into meet awesome people and and now that I'm like in it, there's still other avenues, you know, I can take. If I want to change my, you know, if I want to go into a different department or anything like that, but, but I'm cool where I'm at right now, man. I love it. It's just fucking badass. What about Stacks? Well, how did you get that name? Is it Stacks or how how is it? Like, nah, how- it's it's a a hood name from right here from where we're at from 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 the east side of Wilmington. There's a uh-huh. I don't know if you heard Montoya's. Oh yeah. So yeah. my dad, my dad, they're all from the same town of Michoacan. So my dad used to go play poker right there, and I used to go ask for money. Uh-huh. And I used to get mad at me. I said, like, give me a dollar. And I used to go back, give me another dollar. 
Give me because I know he was playing poker, so he might be if he's staying, yeah, he's winning. Yeah, the stack of dollars right there. Dollars, dollars, dollars. And then I used to go and I used to be like, yeah, he didn't want to give me, he didn't want to give me money. And then the fools used to clown on me. They used to say something, and I said, like, fuck you. He used to tell them, fuck you, fuck you. And they'll be like, Ostakio, Ostakio. So that name got stuck with me, bro. Every ever since, it's like. You know how Mexicans are? They give you an apodo. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, oh, Stakio, Stakio, Stakio. Every time I would go play, play soccer at the little park right there by my by, by Montoya's. Uh-huh. And Stakio, and, and whoa, bro, that shit, that shit just got stuck in high school. I used to hate it in the beginning. And I was like, I could flip this shit. And I flipped it. I was like, Stakio. I was like, there it is. Boom. Yeah. I flipped it out there. But then there's I thought there was stuck. I thought there was a little bit of a reference to a stacker too and all that shit too. Nah, no? nah. But it didn't was we used to fucking, nah, it was Montoya's. Montoyas. It was all Montoyas, bro. As Borre, Borre and Chito know this story. It's Montoyas, bro. It's Apodos from Michoacan. It's Montoyas. It's, it, it's got stuck. And then they would call me Ostakio at high school. He's come get mad, homie. I used to be like, fuck. <laughs> and then I was like, what can I do? What can I do? And I thought about it. I was like, damn, I could, you know, switch. And then Hydra, I think Hydra was like some of the first foods that called me Stakio. Like, Stakio. Yeah. And it just got stuck. It just got mm-hmm. stuck like that. Then it went short. Then it got shorted up Stack. to Stacks. It's yeah. crazy. I went from old Stakio to Stakio to just Stacks. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. all Montoya's. That's legendary Montoya's right there. Since That's I was cool. a kid, I lived on Flint. And then, you know, it's just always been on this side of the hood. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Borre and Chito know that story because, you know, Borrenchito, that's their parientes. If you know the homies, you know the homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> fucking funny, man. You don't got a nickname, Angel? Nah, nah. I, well, my neighbor used to call me Polo Bear because, you know, the coke. The, <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm pretty white, I you know. And, that, 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 yeah. and, like, and my eyes are pretty, like, like close, you know. And But he, he, he started calling me that because, you know, during Christmas, they come out with those polo bears <laughs> drinking the Coca-Cola. Yeah, yep, yep. Like, you look like that. You look like a polo bear. So, you know, just, but it only stuck for, like, maybe, like, like a month or two and then they moved so nobody else heard it but yeah yeah. i was trying to take i, w- I wanted people to call me that for a while but like nah you're not a they polar stick. bear like, yeah hey nah. fucking paisa polar bear man i don't know about the paisa part but all right <laughs> Shit. yeah, yeah. We're all paisas yeah, underneath yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The skin is always, you know, you always. You know, that's the thing. Like it. back in our high school, I used to be an insult. You remember that, right? You remember that shit being an insult. Like, oh, look at that paisa. Yeah. paisa. Everybody like, didn't like, and, you know and nobody liked Mexican music. None of that shit. Soccer was a paisa yeah. sport. Yeah. And, and now like, everybody's man, trying to be paisa. They used to call my dad paisa. That's what that name was. never offended to me. That was my dad's nickname. Yeah, paisa. me too. Like in a, in adults, like I remember my dad calling it called paisa, and it was like a it was like a cool thing. It was like between yeah, them, like you know, yeah, it comes from yeah. paisano, which means from yeah. the same from the same hood or from the same yeah. town like as state. me. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's like, and then they started using it as a derogatory. That and Chunti were like the two biggest ones. Like, <laughs> Yo, I used to hate that it. shit. Me <laughs> too, man. Chunti, because I would dress the, the same shit. Like, I would wear the same shit. Because I was in elementary. I just came from Mexico. And I only had like like three pairs of shorts, two pairs of shirts. And you have to be clever and rotate them. And like, oh, you're a Chunti because you're always wearing the same clothes. I'm like, I had to like ask somebody, what does that mean? They told me, oh, like. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I got all uh, sad and depressed. And I was like, fuck those fools. Yeah, yeah. that's shit's, that shit's whack, man, that, that that happened a lot. And, like, I wasn't born in Mexico. Well, actually, let's go back to you. Like, how old were you when you came from Mexico? I was nine. So I was oh, born here. And then I was 
Well, I just found out like last week that I was four months, like we lived here for four months. And then my, my mom and my dad made this agreement where she would raise me for like nine years and my dad would raise me for the other nine. So like, you know, 18 till I was 18, but my dad um, didn't, you know, didn't take up his half of the agreement. He dipped, but like, luckily, like when I was nine, like he brought me and my mom. Well, actually, he for, like my mom forced them because like he didn't want to even bring us. But yeah, so it was nine, no English, nothing. Like I would just come back and forth to like see my cousins and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah that's, that's interesting, crazy. man. That's, that's, that's tight. Yeah. At least the both, good thing is both you know, worlds. Yeah, yeah the both yeah. worlds, both cultures. That's and what hard. part of Mexico was it? A Tijuana. Okay. Yeah, so my mom is from Sinaloa. It's she's like from actually like a block away where they caught um what what's his name? Fuck. Chapo. Chapo. Yeah, they caught him like a block away where where she's from, like from the neighborhood she's from. Damn. So yeah, I mean, mochis? But, yeah, and my dad's from Lefe, that they still use Chilango, but you know, like more like my mom was like I think when she was like what maybe high school she should have been in high school. That's when she started living in TJ. Oh, years they met. Yeah. Tijuana, Baja California. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even remember it that much. Like, like you know, it was like I've been here longer than I've I've been over there. That I was living over there. So like, whenever I, I, I the last time I went was maybe like three or four years ago. Like, it's so different now. You know, they're like a U.S. junior. They're trying to be like the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that on the last episode, saying like how they're getting rid of the like siesta thing. Mm-hmm. Because I remember in my parents' town of Zamora, Michoacan, they would, um between like, I want to say 2.30 and 5.30, it's like a three-hour period. They would just close all shop and they go home, they eat, do what they got to do and then get back and then they stay open later, you know? Yeah. And and they're getting rid of that. You know, they're basically not doing that anymore. It's just always open and mm. always working and you got to keep up and it's just yeah. like, First it takes a I don't like that shit, man. I think, you know, it's like it takes away because a lot of the corporations are falling into into Mexico, you know, like all mm-hmm. these, you know, all these deals are happening mm-hmm. that we don't even know about, you know, that just happened in, in the background. Just and and it's crazy. I still remember like back in ooh, like 2000 and maybe 2002 or something like that. I don't know. I was like right out of elementary school when I went and it was a, there was a fucking KFC in Samora. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> KFC? And my and we're, my cousins were like, let's go eat that shit. You know, my cousins from Mexico were like that's just crazy. Like, what the fuck, fried chicken? It's like it, to them, it's like you know something new to us. It was like you know, I'm I'm, I'm grateful my mom always cooked, so like yeah. we ate out every once in a while. So we had KFC every once in a while, but for them to have it and just be like, I stoked about it was like that's fucking weird, bro. Like yeah. I know people next- listen. I was stoked for fucking Burger King. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> well like right there and tj like you have like i mean you're so close to the u.s to the board that it's easy like we had growing up at kfc you had burger king mcdonald's but like they have like um a copycat of of um chuck e cheese is called peter Piter pizza yeah yeah their mascot is a purple dinosaur so they combine barney with like the chuck e cheese mascot you know they got the shit in sonala too they got the shit in sonala too yeah yeah Yeah, but like like i'm they're so like they're just trying to be like us they're trying to be like the u.s and you know it's, it's hard like you said like 
I mean, we're over here, we're all proud of being Mexican and like, like, but at the same time, they're trying to be like us. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's a weird it thing. It is weird. Nah, but, but they still have cool shit like that. Like, I remember when we went with Nisu, me and Nisu, when we went to an old school ass bar before my, my cousin's quinceanera where you can eat the fucking cacahuates, way and you could just I'll throw, throw the cascara. Yeah. Yeah. They they have I, something like that at um um Carina Island, but yeah. Oh, that's clean. Yeah, nah, but that one that bar that's in Ensenada that's just been for that's just been there for. That's who songs, right? Who songs? Yeah, that's who songs. Yeah, that's who songs. Like huh? That's where you guys. Nah, are. nah, nah. It's a who songs. It's a bar, bro. <laughs> they have Norteños playing music. Yeah, that's when like... fucking the Norteño was playing fucking Pink Floyd, dog. I was like, oh, what, what the fuck? They were like, we don't need no. Uh, yeah. yeah. There was like some white, <laughs> super white, like European dudes in there, bro. Like, you, they were like, you. that's the first thing you saw when you walked into that bar. Because it was like, all oh, Mexicans. And then, broop, like a sore thumb was these mm-hmm. fucking super, like, ginger-looking white dudes. And they were like, they're all like, yeah. Like, this was like going crazy. Because these was like playing um, Pink Floyd with an accordion and a bajo sexto. And it was yeah. like, god damn. And the, well, and the, was, uh, the, the, the loloche, doom. yeah, with the tololoche, yeah, with the stand up bass. That and shit and was fucking dope. That shit was very interesting. Like, well, it, it makes sense because a lot of people are getting deported and they're, you know, they're being pushed to TJ. So some of them don't want to come back. They didn't like, they didn't like it. So they get some of the culture that we have here and they take it to TJ or wherever in Mexico yeah. and they start making bands like that. So it makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, throughout the history of Mexico, like, especially, like, after, like, World War II and all that shit, like, a lot of Europeans, they fled. They came to the to the to South America and Mexico. Like, there's a lot of, like, Nazi dudes, a lot of them went to Argentina. Yeah. Um, and I just learned some crazy Peru, shit this week. Peru, there, Peru, Peru too, yeah, Peru, man, too. Peru, I just learned some crazy shit, and I'm just going to, I think I'm going to have to start a new segment, Random History, with me, because <laughs> I didn't, I had, this some crazy shit. So after the Civil War, like, I know we're way off subject, but after the Civil War, well, excuse me, once the Confederates lost, basically, they were, all the fucking Confederates were kicked out. You know, it was like, either you guys, either you guys stick to the norms of not having slaves or get the fuck out of here. And they went, they tried to go to Mexico, but in Mexico, también les dijeron, vayanse, like, get the fuck out of here, too. So they ended up in, um, in Brazil. And in Brazil, they showed up, they, because basically like about 10,000 Americans left, which is actually a pretty big, it's pretty big fucking number, dude. It's <laughs> a lot of families. Yeah. And they all, and they all ended up making it to Brazil to a, a city called, they ended up calling it Americana. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and there they basically, I mean, they embraced the Confederate culture. And at the time, the emperor of Brazil was still for slavery. So oh, for them, sick. it was like, for them, it was like, fuck it. That's just, this is the best place to go. Cause we are already used to it. This is how we live. We might as well be here and continue whatever the fuck they were doing. And the crazy part was that the dude got kicked. Basically that emperor ended up losing his reign and slaves were outlawed in Brazil. And then their businesses went, oh, and also before that he had incentives for people who had slaves. So that's another reason why they went there. Eventually all that shit got abolished and these fools stayed there and like every year to this day bro they have a festival where they fucking the women wear fucking confederate dresses wow all kinds of shit bro it's fucking crazy and like jimmy carter who was a president in the 70s and was also from georgia from the south Uh 
but he was a i think he was a democrat i don't think he was actually i don't think he, he was obviously like against all that shit um he went there and he said that there was like brazilian kids talking in a southern accent bro and he thought that what they were the mocking fuck? him he thought that they were making fun of him because <laughs> they were talking like yeah get over you know get going we're gonna go over yonder and go get some goddamn fried chicken and that's actually their accent because it got passed down through the generations dude that shit's just that that's shit like blew the, my fucking mind it blew that's my like mind. the peru shit with the nazis too i don't know if you heard that fool tim kennedy when he was on joe rogan that fool talked about that shit too that they're, they're they're fucking Nazis in Peru, like fucking descendants, those, those fucking grandkids, you know, pasada generation generation, cause they have medals of their grandparents when they were showing this fool. Uh, yeah, bro, it's crazy, and they well, have towns that look like Germany over. There. That's crazy. Like even right now, though, at Qatar, right now they're building the the fucking the stadiums for FIFA, but they're building it with slaves. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I did hear about that. that yeah, is they do that shit crazy. in Dubai too. In Dubai, they build. Yeah, yeah, bro. You froze a little bit, stacks. You can go. You can say what you just said again. Yeah, right I just, they, they, they. That's how they build Dubai too, bro. With slaves, con los pinches slaves, así como dices Qatar, the the FIFA yeah, that, stadium. That dude, uh, he, that dude, uh, what's his name, bro? Uh, Brian? No, I can't think of his. Uh, Brian Gumbo is it from HBO? I hope I'm. I think I'm saying. I the, name the, the sports the, one. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. He I did one on what you're talking about about Qatar. We're like. They basically, all these people from Africa, they motivated them by telling them, oh, job opportunities, you'll be able to, like, work away from home and send money to your families and all that. And they, st- right, they have, I think it was, like, 30 people in, like, a five-bedroom house with, like, two toilets. Mm-hmm. Like, some really fucked up shit, bro. Yeah. Well, even where you're at right now in Atlanta, like, I just found out this recently, like, when, they, when the U.S. had the Olympics, like, they got a bunch of Mexicans to, like, help build the stadiums. And right now they, true? yeah, yeah, and they Damn. kicked them out. They like as soon as they build them, oh, you know what? We don't need you guys now. That's why, like, with DACA and all these like measures for like Latinos, yeah. Yeah, that's why like Atlanta's very like against all that because oh yeah, they're trying to kick out as many as possible because they they let them in. They're like, oh yeah, come help us build these stadiums. <laughs> and once they were done, like, oh, you know what? We don't need you guys. Bye. And yeah, they're just trying to deport shit little people, but. Yeah, I mean, it's very—it's a conservative state, you know. It's—it's yeah. it's been red since, and that's another thing. Like after the Civil War, it—it it was a, a democratic state up until like the 1920s, and then when segregation happened, all mm-hmm. those pe- a lot of the people that were in Brazil came back because mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh shit, I agree with them now again." Like, <laughs> I, you know, there's yeah. more, there's more like me again. Like, and then they came back, and then obviously the civil rights movement happened. Georgia's always been Georgia, Mississippi. Alabama, all these states in Florida have always, yeah, South Carolina and all that. They've always been, you know, a lot of conservatives do it in Virginia too, all that shit. It's always been very like Christian and with Christian comes, you know, anti-gay and anti-abortion. And with that, you know, it's, it's a whole fucking other conversation we could have, but it's like, (laughs) <laughs> Lando, you gotta get in the booty, get in the booty comfy over here. <laughs> <laughs> over over right, so, so a couple weeks, I think it was last week, I recorded an episode, and so basically, I have like this camping chair that I record in, but it's split in half, it broke in half when I <laughs> went to sit down. So now I have to use this like like regular chair. It has no cushion. So oh, like right shit. now, I have to tell like my my ass is going numb. I'm like, hey, babe, can you bring me a pillow real quick? So, <laughs> yeah. 
I feel it, shit. That's how it should be. <laughs> That's tight. Ah. Um, but um, but yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, uh, Georgia is in the city, like mm-hmm. in 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 like downtown Atlanta and all that. It's like for the most part, a lot of liberals, you know, a lot of the democratics or whatever you want to call them or independents and all that. And then once you leave the city and you start getting to the countryside, it's all Republican pretty much, you know? So and if scary. you think about it, Atlanta <laughs> itself compared to what the state of Georgia, the size of it, it's not that big. Like Atlanta is pretty small because Georgia's huge, man. It's fucking, it's, it's ginormous. And, but for the most part, that Southern hospitality, you know, I, I mean, I, I've met a lot of country folk, a lot of them, and they're fucking cool, man. They love their fucking drinks and all that. And especially fucking, uh, el, ¿cómo se llama? ¿Cómo se llama? A Coca-Cola? No, no, no. El, el, chinga. Why am I having a brain fart again? It's the... It's in Spanish, the really. Illegal. No, it's, it's the thing. It's the name. It's oh, Moonshine. Oh, uh, moonshine. Moonshine. God damn it. Damn, motherfucker. Moonshine, moonshine. Fuck, man. Ooh. They, they make it in the hills? Dude, one of the boys, one of the guys, he's a, he was one of the drivers. Super old school cat, but fucking humble. Really, really nice guy. He was like, hey, man. He's like, I know you drink tequila, but I got fucking some moonshine that I think you'll like. And I'm like, I was like, that shit, I don't know. I was like, that shit seems kind of sketch. Like, it just seems like it gets you super faded. And it's like, well, it does. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but I'm going to get you a flavor that you're going to like. And then he's like, he brought me apple pie, pecan Ooh. pie. And then peach something. It wasn't called yeah. peach pie. It was like peach whatever. Cobbler, he's, like, pick, he's like, pick one of these three. Like, peach you know, and cobbler, I picked yeah. the pecan one. Mm-hmm. Bro, it tastes like pecan pie. Like, I don't know how the fuck they do it, but it tastes exactly like pecan pie. But they put pecan pie in there. The first drink, <laughs> yeah. the first drink they kick it with. They put a pecan pie in there. Bro. I could put it on my blender. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just, it's crazy. Because I feel like when you try to mix fruit with, with alcohol, you lose a little bit of that fruit flavor sometimes, and it's like I just don't know how they kept it so consistent. I don't know. Anyway, like extract like, maybe. Yeah, it was like it was just they know what the fuck they're doing. And mm. dude, after like I drank like not even I don't know. I'm trying to comp- see how I can give it in volume, but maybe like, like four shots worth. Yeah, like mm-hmm. maybe like four or five shots worth. I couldn't even get up uh, up up off the couch, bro. Fuck. Like that shit was fucking strong, bro. Like you don't fuck around with that shit. Like, you gotta, like you fools, gotta, I think when they test it out, that food's lighted up on fire and shit. Like, ah, I feel like it's on fire. Yeah, it's yeah. great, eh? Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. That shit's like tequila. Where the first drink you take, it's just you feel it, bro. Oh. Like, it's, and it doesn't burn like tequila burns. Like tequila burns in a certain way. This one was like, whoa. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted any more of that shit, but I'm like, that tastes fucking good. I'm like, this shit tastes bomb. So. Once you get it, like, uh, like, once you try it, like the first shot, you know, I already know what it's gonna feel like. So you're like, fuck it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then your body, yeah, your body kind of gets a little used to it too, and it's just like, I'm gonna scar it on. Yeah. Oh. One day I got. Yeah, I was like, I, I was gonna say that like, maybe one day I could send you guys some moonshine, but I'll probably get arrested for that shit. Now nah, it's dark. legal. They sell it at the grocery store. So, but it's. But well, see, that's the thing. I was asking my boys. I was like, because he asked me if I've had it before, and I had had it before. I had had moonshine like oh, that. That's a that, brand. That's the Ooh, homie, but. Probably... But it's, he's like, dude. He's like, that ain't it. He's like, you ain't get. It. He's like, 
He's like, you ain't getting the shit you're getting in the South, boy. You know, this is different shit. And I was like, yeah, and fool, it did. Probably, it, there was a significant difference. That was yeah. probably made in the hills or somewhere. Fool, fool oh, yeah, so like wild. some fool in the fucking boondocks out there making some mm. shit. Like, for sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of the, the culture down out here. Like, is there racism and all that shit? Absolutely, there is. <laughs> but yeah. have I personally experienced it uh, a couple times? Unintentional racism. I think, like, sometimes some of the country folks are just trying to, like, I don't know, communicate, because I feel like, I, sometimes I feel like I'm a fucking, a species that they've never seen, you know? <laughs> because first of all, in the film industry, there's not that many Latinos, and there's not that many black people, like, or minorities. It feels like it's mostly dominated by the white folks, you know? And then, mm-hmm. you know, you see a paisa, and he's fucking killing the game, and they're like, oh, they want to be cool with you. And sometimes they say things that you're just like, <laughs> you know, you have to take a step back and be like, all right, like these foods don't never probably had a Mexican homie, or you know what I mean? And they're, <laughs> yeah. they're a little prejudiced, and there's you know, I don't want I don't like to deem them racist right away. That's not the person I am. I give them the chance, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I give yeah. them an opportunity for them to to talk, and then once it starts going to some direction, I'm like, you know what, I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> never come back. But a lot of them are sincerely just good people mm-hmm. with good intentions. And we just disagree on some beliefs. And a lot of them are like the ones we talked about earlier, like abortion or whatever, you know, it's like things like that. But for the most part, they're okay with like the ones I've talked to are okay with immigrants and they're okay with bringing them in and they're okay with like taking some of their culture and like, you know, and embracing it. But Others are just not like that. And we're in tough times right now, man. It's tough oh, yeah. times we're living Even in. over here, like, lately I've been seeing Trump's, like, Trump stickers. Like, like, like I go to the gas station, I see, like, Trump 2020. And I see some foods with, like, Trump hats at my grocery store in Wilmington. So I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. And, and in Torrance, in Torrance where I work, yeah, where every day when I'm going, I see a couple shit. Like, yeah, and I work in Torrance by the fucking Torrance courthouse, so. Mm. I work deep in there, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I be seeing that shit too. Yeah, over here it's kind of that. Yeah, you be seeing that shit, bro. It's yeah, just- I, I, I've actually had some support, like some listeners, like hit me up and like, yeah, no, like Trump, like like their excuses that because they they're a border state, we don't see what they see. But it's like, well, what the fuck? Listen to my show. I'm an immigrant. Like, yeah. Like, so like you support me but you don't support them like that doesn't make any sense like if you're listening yeah. to my show i have mostly hispanics on yeah so, like, it, 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 yeah well, it's just personal that's, shit that's the thing like one of the one of the points the homie brought up was that as latinos or as like mexicans a lot of us are catholics or christians My or parents, whatever yeah, and, they, and those values the value the values that the Catholic Church and all that imposes is like it's anti-abortion, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's Family. anti-like gay, you know, they don't like the gay thing and all that. And it's like, in theory, the way we grew up, we should be pretty much conservative, but we just, I don't know, I think us seeing both sides of it mm-hmm. has helped us, you know, to understand like that. I don't know. It's a, it's a whole other conversation we can get into and I'm not going to get, <laughs> I'm not going to get all deep into it, but at the end of the day, like, I don't want to say I get why they're supporters, but I, I, whatever, like, I see why they are, why they are yeah. supporters of, 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 or Republicans or whatever. Do I agree with it? That's a whole nother story. I don't, but to each their own, 
you know, yeah. whatever. I, I'm all about ethics and being ethical and and respecting each other and respecting other people. And I think if if you can hold those values and shit in place, then it's gonna be what it's gonna be. And that's that's it. I hasta ahí digo porque si no, I'll get into oh, another yeah. world, you know, another conversation and some shit yeah. that's like. I, I want to know how many dabs and how many like how many times you. How many joints this we have smoked throughout the whole conversation? Yeah, nah, yeah. I, I, sm- I have two joints and I have a, I have a bunch of what wax. The, what but... are you smoking though? What kind of what's up? Oh, okay. So today I went to the shop and I got that. Um, you know, I went. I'm trying to play one on one. So I got that Gary Payton. Hello. <laughs> the MJ. And then I got that 33 Scotty Pep and. Uh-huh. All right. So, so <laughs> let them know. They're going to play one-on-one, and I'll tell you who wins later on. <laughs> but talking oh, about sports, I think I, I think I hear the chaneque. Like, I hear some steps of some oh, little chanequillos walking around the corner. I hear these chanequillos walking, walking around the corner. I hear these chanequillos, and I hear them talking. I hear these chanequillos, and I hear them talking, bro. They're talking about, wah, wah, wah. The Lakers didn't win a fucking real NBA title. They were in the bubble. They didn't have to travel nowhere. They they didn't have no fans. That that wasn't fair. There was no Kevin Durant. There was no Steph Curry. There was no Kyrie. Like I'm like, bro. Making, by the way, I'm just I'm just like, bro. Come on. It was one of the toughest fucking NBA finals ever. And it's like, bro, they're in a bubble. They don't have family. Some some of them feed off the fans because it pumps you up. You don't think that shit pumps you up when you're fucking hearing a bunch of let's go defense. You don't think that shit gives you more energy? Yeah. Come on, bro. It helps everybody. Don't say that it, it, it's like come on. And then when they're in outside, like there's there's nobody that shit that shit gives other people confidence, like people that don't that that they're it's like an empty stadium people that just came out of college have more confidence because they've been yep. playing like that for a little bit people that that like playing in the gym and they don't have no one around though they'll, they'll shine bro because there's nobody yep. there there's no sound they can communicate better come on bro this shit this shit was a hard one bro even though there was no Steph, no clay no kevin that, that would no have happened anyways that would have happened anyways you giannis, know, giannis got yeah giannis got come on talk giannis got messed up by miami come on bro it was come on you guys can't can't be saying that the lakers didn't win this and that it was a tough one that first they were saying when they were playing what's it portland oh dame dollar cj they're gonna ball them up it's woody 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 there you go then we go to Houston. Go to Houston. What did they say? Ah, oh, the small ball's going to get him. Woody woo woo. What happened? Bam. Dwight Howard got him. Yeah. And then, and then, and then the Clippers, come on. The Clippers are saying, oh, we would have got you guys. Bro, you guys fucking, you guys stepped on your own fucking <laughs> shoelaces like idiots. I don't know what yeah. the, the, there were people were shooting off the fucking hitting the fucking backboard. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> Be quiet, dog. Denver's a team. Denver's a team that's gonna be coming up, bro. Denver's a good Fuck team. Yeah. Jamal Murray, Jokic, Michael yeah. Porter Jr., Morris, bro. Come on, tell me. I've been playing with this one MBK since we've playing. Who do I get? This fool gets. Oh okay. no! Not in real life. You froze, you froze but... a little bit. Go back. You froze a little bit. Oh nah, but I don't know. Just it's just. Then I've been playing with MB with Denver for a while. Denver's a good team. 
Yeah. So I, 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 they, 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 they had, you know, they, that's why the Clippers lost. And then they can, you can't be giving excuses. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a bubble. Nah, man. Everybody, everybody was walking to the gym. Everybody yeah. was resting. Everybody was chilling. I, it was more hard because you had to have your team on your head on a swivel. Tell everybody, hey, bro, we got to be together. What did they say when they win the championship? They said we were all playing. That's what we were playing. Madden. You would see them fools playing Madden. They were all kicking like a family because you had, come on, dog. Fools didn't want to be there. What did Lemon Pepper Lou do? He went to yeah. Magic City Monday, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go out there a couple and a couple more. Like next, next, <laughs> next year, next we'll year, I'm gonna go. Magic I'm gonna oh. go Magic City Monday, Blue Flames, Blue Flames Tuesday, and then that's it. I'm gonna do two. They closed Follies, which was the other one that Drake would talk about. Nah, nah, but I go Magic City Mondays, Blue Flame Tuesdays. <laughs> Those are the two ones you gotta go to. But yeah, everyone is talking shit about the Lakers championship. Be quiet. This is a hard one. LeBron shut everybody up for not voting him for the MVP. Giannis. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen the video. Giannis welcoming his brother to Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all <laughs> happy to see him and talk your shit and shit. That's just funny. Now you talk your shit. That's the thing. Like, they were all served the same plate. They were all served the same plate. They all had the same opportunity to go in there and win the championship, and they didn't do it. The Lakers fucking did it. And for everyone saying, oh, it's a rig because of Kobe, because Kobe died. You know what? If you want to see it, then yeah, it is a rig because guess who inspired them? Fucking Kobe. Kobe like Kobe yeah. and his daughter and everyone that passed away, rest mm-hmm. in peace, and all, and all of his family and all that, they motivated them yep. to work fucking harder and who's channeled his energy homie Fools you can call it his energy, you can call yep. it a you know a chip on the shoulder whatever you want to call it but no. at the end of the day they went out there and they won the ship and they they fought hard and everyone dealt with the same mental issues because i know there was a lot of players talking about that about them going through like you know depression and anxiety and all that while they were in the bubble because they're away from their kids a lot of them had just had kids yeah, and they're out there still. You know, they're out there away from their family, put trying to put in that work and trying to represent their city. It's like everyone yeah. had the same exact things available yeah. to them, and the Lakers came out on top. And if you're mad about that, pues that's good. That's, LeBron, that's it, man. See, LeBron had to beat Bronny's ass for fucking blazing on fucking Instagram, <laughs> smoking on the Nuggets pack. That fool got a good pow pow, homie. <laughs> Took him off a of fucking Call of Duty. I don't know if you seen that clip, OG. Um, um, fucking, what's his name? Odell Beckham from Cleveland. Nah. That was playing Call of Duty, and they asked him like, "Hey, what happened to Bronny? Wasn't supposed to jump on." He's like, "Yeah, I know what happened." That was just <laughs> happy, like, "Yeah, I know what happened." Like, come on, everybody knows what happened, dog. That Damn, that's fucking funny, bro. That's <laughs> the funny thing about athletes now that like you're, you're they're playing video games, and it's like they're like our generation now. You know what I mean? They're like that's pretty. That's kind of trippy, right there. This fuck fools that are thirty years old and just like us and shit. That's just hilarious. Damn. Well, uh, thanks for the Chaneka stacks, and I think uh, I think with that we're gonna we're gonna sign off, and uh, we're gonna say thank you to to Angel, aka Let Me Know Podcast, for being here with us and oh, sharing your you. experiences and your knowledge with us. We we're really grateful, man. I don't think I share shit, but all right, man. If you say shit. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Well, thank you, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, if you guys want to come on mine, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I record during the week, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys is scheduling line up. Like the weekends yeah. are pretty hard because, um, uh, because of work. But I just happened to have today off, so it worked out. But but yeah, I mean, yeah. thank 
Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. No, nah, cool definitely. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch with each other. And yeah, my schedule is kind of weird during the week because I work like, yeah, I work like 13 hours a day sometimes. And it's just like, as much as I want to motivate myself to do things during the week, it's like, you know, it's oh, yeah, rough. I understand. But that being said, you know, you took your day off to sit here and talk, talk to us. So, you know, we'll yeah, do the same for you. you, man. We'll make yeah. it work. Damn, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, once again, thank you. And uh, to all our let listeners. Let me know. Yup, yup, let me know, let me know with the shut then. <laughs> two very two popular phrases in our hood. That's a, that's um, that's a real fucking weed mouth shit. That's what yeah, I heard. Let, like, me know, oh, though, let me know. Let me know. It's that's actually what, my last name. My yeah, last that's what name is I, Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes sense because you let me. That's what, yeah, I yeah, that's, 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 that's just clean. <laughs> word, bro, when I heard it, I was like, this fool did work in his last name on that shit. It's clean, <laughs> homie. Yeah, that word right, works nice. Right. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Um, let me know. We'll hit you with the shut then. Yo. <laughs> that what? With the shut then. With the shut um, then. And to all our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back. We got, you know, we're, we're probably going to take a hiatus just one week because it's my birthday next Saturday and it's my only day off. So I'm probably going to get lit and I'm not going to want to record. Yo, and if I do record, I'm probably going to gonna be all faded. But the week after that, we have a, we have a, a good guest. And um, yeah, man, stay in tune. Follow us on Instagram and all that jazz. And follow the homie Let Me Know Spot- on his Instagram and on and Spotify. On all that and good Spotify. stuff. Yeah. Much love to everybody. <laughs> Thank y'all. Peace. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>